Jessica Spencer. She's Miss Perfect. Your life is like a fairy tale. Girl, you the bomb. Kaboom. She's Miss Popular. I'm returning your papers on the Salem witch trials. Even here. Got the only A. That's not fair. She was the only one who was actually there. <laughs> but a curse is about to turn her into. <laughs> a Miss. Reverse the spell before the full moon end. Or live like this forever. Hello? I should have made love to you when I had the chance. Dude, who was that? I think it was my old camp counselor. This is the story of a girl. Hey, Billy! From Touchstone Pictures. You have no idea what it's like to wake up every morning and have to shave your chin. Yes, I do. When she's Look good. I am so lesbian right now. Rob Schneider is. Show me what you got! Come on! The hot chick. What part of this movie makes sense though? to Recap and Gown, the podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish, the class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much, man. I got the big uh, vat of brown alcohol this What's week. It's a vat. Uh, you I'm, excited to, uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about this one. Should be really something. And that glass ought to come with a shoulder strap or something. That's uh-uh. heavy duty. Uh-huh. Heavy duty. Uh, also, joining us in the class of 03, she is one half of our very own Texas two-step, the one and only big sis, Megan Mills. What up, Megan? Hey, guys. Um, big day today. I started a new job, first oh, day. Mazel tov. Yeah, thanks. Um, so rounding out the day with uh, this pod makes it a A-plus Tuesday. Yeah. Fantastic. Were you in like HR meetings all day about company policy and shit? You know, not all day. They've kind of divided it up into three days because, you know, doing it in person is a lot more interesting and engaging than just being on a Zoom for, you know, eight hours. Um, Yeah, I have a lot of um, employee handbooks to read. Yeah, I'll tell you, I've been at the same job for, it'll be eight years in October. And uh, I hope I retire there just because I hate going through HR training for days on end. (laughs) <laughs> Never again, thank you. That's the bane of my existence. Uh, rounding out the two-step, this podcast chief curling and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Not much. Um, you are finding me at a great moment today. I've been dealing with cedar fever um, here in Austin, Texas. What is that? For the past two days, um, it is a horrible, horrible thing that develops if you live in Austin long enough where you become allergic to... The cedar produced and the pollen produced by the ash juniper tree. And I felt like death all day up until probably um. like I had some chicken soup for dinner and I'm feeling so much better. I sound, I feel like I was underwater all day. So oh, 
I was not looking forward to this earlier, but I feel like much better terrible. now. Look up yeah. cedar fever Two Allegra, spicy food, hot shower. Um, and that's all I can, that's the best cedar I can do. Fever. Good Lord. Sounds like everyone's got their remedy. Yeah, it makes you feel better. Yeah, probably I'll fix it for that. Yep, I'm booze. Avoid that. Yeah, always. Cures what ails you? You guys, we've got a special guest this week, also from the class of 03. She is the blogger and mind behind Lala Explains It All, Lauren Jade. What up, Lauren? Hey, thanks so much for having me, guys. I'm so excited to be here. No idea. It should be a good time. Um, Coming on. Yeah. This week, uh, we are talking about The Hot Chick. This has been an often requested film for us to talk about. Uh, Lauren specifically also requested it, and I feel like um, I've been kind of giving it the stiff arm for a long time. And, uh, you know, this time we let it break through and score a touchdown on us here. Um, it is available on HBO Max, Fandango, Vudu, uh, Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Google Play, kind of, you know, more places than I would have thought. But, you know, thank God for HBO Max because I did not pay for this. Um, Me the synopsis, either. I didn't accident accidentally pay for a movie I had free access to. So it's a big week here. Bravo. My household. Oh, yeah. I had I had to pay three ninety nine, and there wasn't even a two ninety nine SD option. You just gotta start watching stuff in HD, Megan. I don't know what you're doing? Like, well, you I had to talk into the remote. If you talk into the remote and say the movie, it finds it everywhere it could possibly be that your TV will get. See that? Well, I had HBO. Like, I just don't have HBO Max, and I've already done my free subscription. Seven days. Actually, I saw it on Max, but it actually even pulled it up on my Hulu. Really? Ooh. I talked into the remote and it came up everywhere. And I'm like, See? all right. Now that's, uh, that's a pro tip, folks. That is a pro tip. Uh, the synopsis via Rotten Tomatoes. Not only is Jessica Spencer the most popular girl in school, she is also the meanest. But things change for the attractive teen when a freak accident involving a cursed pair of earrings and a chance encounter at a gas station causes her to switch bodies with Clive, a sleazy crook. Jessica, in the form of the repulsive Clive, struggles to adjust to this radical alteration and sets out to get her own body back before the upcoming prom. Repulsive. That's, I mean, he's not, he, he's pretty gross, but I think repulsive, I think about uh, the villain from uh, the Dennis the Menace movie. Eating the yep, can of freak accident involving a cursed pair of earrings. <laughs> yeah. And a chance encounter. We're after a good start. There's a lot here. Um, Big Sis, you want to quick give us a rundown of who's in this movie? So the big question is who is not in this movie? Um, There's a lot of people in this movie, and I did not know that anyone except for April, Spence, um, and Jessica had a name. To be honest, Uh, yeah. Well, Ling Ling, I knew her name because they say it. Oh, Ling Ling, great, great. Okay, it's horribly offensive. Go ahead. Uh, but anyway, so I'll do a quick rundown. I may not even say their names in this movie because I don't think it really matters. Um, so we have Rob Schneider as both Clive and man Jessica. Rob Schneider is. I do not like that. <laughs> um, Rachel McAdams, who I love and I'm so confused about why she agreed to this movie, um, is Jessica Spencer and also girl Clive. Um, you have Anna Ferris. What would you say? For like two scenes. She's yeah. Girl Clive. She's good as Girl uh, Clive. She's, yeah. she's better as Girl Clive, I think, than as Jessica. She's really good as Girl Clive. Like, I had a lot of fun Ooh. watching her. and We'll, we'll get to Hot it. Yeah. Hot we day. will. Yeah. 
Um, so Anna Ferris, one of our faves on this pod, is April. Again, a pretty good performance, I, I will say. She was in every movie in the early 2000s. This Turns is so out. crazy. Yeah. 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 I had no idea. Um, Matthew Lawrence, also a little bit of eye candy, who I actually forgot existed, but, um, you know, was, was really pretty at this time. So he plays Billy. The little ones. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we have Michael O'Keefe who plays um, Richard Spencer. Richard Melora. Spencer, terrible name. <laughs> yeah, that's a politics deep dive there, everybody. Yeah, that's that's Mr. <laughs> Alt Right himself, Richard Spencer. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Melora Hardin plays her mom, Carol. Um, Alexandra Holden plays Lulu. Had no idea that she even had a name. Same. Um, uh, Maritza Murray plays Ling Ling, but she was also called Keisha. Yeah, I think her, I, I think her real name is Keisha, but like her mom calls her Ling Ling. It, it's confusing. I have the same. I think, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm so confused. Um, I'm just going to say a few more names that I, I don't know. I remember um, Tia and Tamara are in this as, uh, I guess, a pair of twin sisters, as you might expect. Unnamed. Um, Jody Long is Ling Ling's mom, who a phenomenal performance at the end, toward the end there. Um, Leela Kenzel plays April's mother, who, what was she in? Uh, she's, like a good, she's like a good slapstick actress. I'll try to think of it. Mm. Um, I could probably click she on something here. in this movie, so yeah, I, I bet she's good at like, you know, slapstick shit. Yeah. Ashley Simpson is also in this movie. Yep. Uh, one of my favorite lip syncers ever. She's oh, fantastic. <laughs> Hop off the stage. Yeah, uh, so good. <laughs> Michelle Branch is also in this movie. Yeah, as, as the DJ. DJ. Um, and then Adam Sandler, the Mambuza Bongo guy. Mm-hmm. No idea. Um, he also to was a producer. Yeah, this is a Happy Madison film. One of the yeah. originals, yeah. yeah. One of the early Happy Madison. I never realized when I saw it that that's what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, now we know. Anyone else you want to call out? Ryan I think oh, yeah. that's, that's probably yeah. Well, no, there's one more big one. Dick Gregory was the bathroom attendant. Dick Gregory. Oh, oh right. My God, you're better than this. Some people person. think they can eat anything that crawls. Mm. <sighs> it, and uh, April's dad, Robert Davi. Yeah. A lot of mob movies from the late '80s, early '90s. You'll yeah. see him as just some guy. He has a face like, like that. How you doing? And and now he just does hits on Fox News. Talking about you know how things were oh. better oh, back in the old days. There's so many random people. Like I didn't realize Angie Stone, the singer, is the black lady from the store where oh, they get the. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't realize it was her. I didn't look up people because I was just like, I don't want to know who or why they're in this. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> All right, I figured out who um, Leela Kenzel. Um, I was obsessed with Mad About You as a kid, yes. and she plays Fran in Mad About You. I she, used to Ira's, love Mad About You. No, she just Helen Hunt's friend, or she's Ira's girlfriend, or whatever. She's yeah. like the annoying one. I mean, yeah. well, kind of annoying, but <laughs> um, I, I forget like all the different characters, but I can I can pick her now. The actress that plays um, Jessica's mom, Laura Hardin. I realize more and more all the time that I see her constantly. She was Jan oh, yeah. Levinson. Oh, yeah. I better believe she's Jan. She's, yeah. Jan she's the same character forever. She's got that kind of like timeless face. She's the editor now in Freeform on the Bull Type for like five seasons. So she keeps oh. getting work. 
consistently. She's really good. I love Melora Harden. I want to see like her more stuff. It's like you see her once, and then you just, every time you turn on the TV for the week, you'll see her every time. Yeah, it's like when you get a new car and you see all the, the same cars as yours mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Exactly. Yeah. Um, let's quick go around the horn and give some memories of the first time that we saw this. Uh, Lauren, since this was your pick, um, when did you first encounter this movie? So, this movie, I mean, I love it. I I, every time I get excited every week that I see what you guys are doing, and I'm like, oh, hot chick, every time. So I actually remember seeing it, my cousins, I'm from New York, and we would go back and forth. My sister remembered seeing it in one of their basements. They owned it. When they had come to spend the summer, we rented it. And I <clears throat> went to it with my cousins that were probably like 10 and 12, and my younger sister was probably maybe about 14, 15 at the time, and my mom. And when I tell you that we watched it so many times in a row and laughed so oh hard, to this day, my younger sister can watch this movie at once every three years and repeat verbatim every line for a good five minutes in a row without oh, missing goodness. one thing. It's borderline obsession, but very funny. That is a, a wild pick to be able to pull that off with. I think I have a couple of those. Um, like the, the, a very Brady movie, I think, is one that I, I know way too well oddly enough. Uh, yeah. Can't explain it, but I used to watch it all the time uh, when I was a kid. Um, Dana, did you have any memories of this from Before the Pod? I don't think I'd ever actually seen this movie Before the Pod. So, no, I don't. No, no stubs. First-timer. You ain't got no stubs. <laughs> no ticket stubs. Uh, no Dave? stubs. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm happy you're feeling better. <laughs> Dave, uh, <laughs> memories for you? Saw it yesterday. Okay. I know, and, uh, man. I, I, I actually, I give most Happy Madison movies a shot. This one just under the got radar past me. Yeah, didn't just did not happen. I don't know. Big sis. Um, I almost finished watching it before the pod. <laughs> we can Very probably. I, you know what? I was gonna say we can fill you in. I don't know that I understand the ending, so so I might not be able to fill you in. <laughs> I'm um, like I've got like twelve minutes left, so I'm close, but um, and I can. You're all right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can figure out what happens. I think her she gets her body back. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, for me, uh, I had also never seen this before, but I have very clear memories of the box art from when I used to work at Game Crazy, and I got my free rentals over at Hollywood. So I remember seeing this a lot, and um, oh yeah, just walking right on past it. So this was this was not one that I wanted to pick up at the time, even for zero dollars. Is it um, the Rob Schneider face mask covering the nipples thing? No, it's the, it's the other um, one. Him with all the girls and him like looking surprised oh. in that like baby doll. Got it. Yeah. Um, let's uh, give this some grades. Dana, did this make the grade for you or should they have held this back? Um, I, don't, I don't know if I discussed this last week on the pod while we were still recording or not. I think I don't know if I'd ever seen this fully is because um, we just had this movie channel in college, and this and Hot Chicks, I think, would just be on. White so I chicks, never really know. White Chicks, yes. Yeah. So this is yeah. the Hot Chick. My bad. Okay. Yes. Um, so I don't know if I'd ever seen it before. Uh, does it make the... Gr- I don't... Uh, oh, man. So Why did I have to go first? I forgot. Why do I forget our every segment we do on the show? Like, every week, it's like, oh, it's new to me. Um, does it make the... Gr- I'm, I'll give it a pass. It has some good people in it. No actual grade this week. Just it passed. Okay. 
That's, you know, I have to be a pass or fail go around with four first timers. I feel like <laughs> I'm going to be the odd man out. <laughs> Listen, I, I have been by myself before. If you haven't listened to our high school high episode, that was me as uh, Jon Snow with just an army charging at me. And I'm like, I'm going to defend this fucking movie <laughs> until the day I die. Um, Lauren, since uh, you are the expert here, is this um, a movie that makes the grade for you or watching it as an adult? Should they have held it back? I love it. It makes the grade for me. Watching as an adult, I feel like it would have to be pass or fail. It, I feel like because I remember all the times that we quote it and laughed about it, I love it. I think watching it as an adult for the first time, I, I don't know that I probably would have been able to get through it. But I love it. So You know what? Nostalgia, nostalgia. is a powerful drug. Yeah. Nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Um, I mean, it's problematic. Oh, but, we're going to get to that. It but is. it's, but, I, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. Things happen. But, um Dave, make the grade for you, or should they have held this back? Yeah, it was fine. It was a movie. Um, it's just, it's just so stupid. It's just, it's. It is I didn't quite get it. It didn't. I laughed occasionally, which is the reason why it, it kind of gets that eh. Um, but I laugh occasionally in most uh, Happy Madison movies and like dumb slapsticky kind of comedy movies. Mm-hmm. Um, directed by multi-time. Super Bowl winner Tom Brady. That's so right. I got to give it along. <laughs> yep, it was that Tom Brady who directed it. So, got to give they it put props his name there. up at the end in like uh, an athletic, you know, academic style font. I'm like, yeah, that looks yeah, like Tom like, Brady himself. That's the <laughs> Tom Brady. Yep, that's him. Hundred percent. Close to Thomas. It, yeah, it it was too long. weren't enough laughs to get me through it, but I did watch it. I actually watched it twice. And wow, just just nah. So you nah. love it. <laughs> Now, I don't just because I watch something twice doesn't mean that I love it. Don't ever. Uh, big this for the, um, I'm going to say, hour and 28 minutes that you've seen of this movie. Did this make the grade for you or should they have held it back? You know what? Um, I'm just confused <laughs> how this got made as, as a movie. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Just um, in general, just questions. Yeah. I, I'm just like very confused. Like it had little pockets of I was like oh this could be interesting Mm -hmm. and then it like had a very problematic turn immediately um and like even more so than Happy Madison because I do like um some some of those movies so I'm just I'm not gonna do the grades I'm just gonna say it failed for me but perhaps if I did the end I I mean the end I don't think would have fixed it um For me, you know what? They should have held it back. Like, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen or anything, uh, but a lot of it didn't really make sense. Um, A lot of the humor feels pretty dated, which I think is, you know, kind of common for movies that are coming up on 20 years old. Uh, Mm. And as a personal aside, I think we need a lot more Rachel McAdams in the movie. Like, she's in it very little. Um, I wanted more of her, even just like, you know, four or five one minute long scenes of her, you know, as Clive would have been more fun. Yes. The only time we see her as Clive before the end is like shoplifting tampons and being confused how to use them. And I'm like, that's not the best joke you guys could have done with this. There's a lot he could have, I mean, he lives like, you know, some kind of a, a hillbilly, like put some shit in there, her, you know, walk around the house, scratching her balls yeah. or whatever. No, they just, they, they just did the obvious. They're like, you had a penis, now you don't. Be confused. That's right. And, and let's laugh about it for a second. I will yeah. say, um, between this and Idle Hands, I think the takeaway uh, lesson is teen movies don't do a great job of fantasy world building. 
Like mm. the rules don't make sense. The, the, right. the, yeah, a lot of it just kind of feels like it's tacked on, um, which is shocking to me because I really, when I think of, you know, deep fantasy world building, my first thought is wacky teen comedies. Sure. No, um, they they just kind of drop you in there and be like, yep, accept it. Yep. Or you're going to hate this. That's right. Yep. You don't really get a choice. Um, I am going to get us started here. I have uh, two fun facts. I'm going to do um, the first one up front and then I want to come back uh, with the last one, you guys are all done because it sounds absurd out of context. So uh, the first one, this um, movie has direct ripoffs of two 90s SNL sketches. Um, yep. We've said that, you know, I've been going through my 90s SNL rewatch since Peacock became a thing. Uh, there's a Rob Schneider sketch uh, where he works at like an antiquity store where he gives very detailed, long explanations of where the artifacts all come from. And then at the end he goes, you put your weed in there too. <laughs> and that is exactly what Adam Sandler does in this movie. And uh, it was better when Rob Schneider did it. I don't know what voice Adam Sandler was doing. He didn't need to do that. But um, Rob okay, Schneider did like you a, know? yeah, Rob Schneider did like a, a stereotypical stoner voice for it. And it was pretty. It's an ancient you know. ink and burial mask, man. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then, you, you know, you can take the lid off. Yeah, you put, put your weed in there. there. Yeah, um, then there's also one that was a recurring sketch with uh mark mckinney who is now um he is glenn and superstore if you guys are superstore and uh on a gas Kid, kids in the hall that's kids in the hall is one, well. one of the kids in the hall yeah. yeah he's one of the kids in the hall um they played a married couple where the wife was like a gossipy mess who was always drinking like always had like a martini or a gin and tonic and the husband sat there completely like irritated with her but with no emotion and just like read a book or a newspaper the entire time and never looked up and that was very much April's parents, where he was always like doing a hobby, like, you know, putting a model Would together. not put down the model. <laughs> right. No matter what. Model his, wife, his wife is popping pills and like falling over and he <laughs> could not even look Just up. Painting yeah. it in bed was the weird part. And I was like, I didn't get what Robert Davi was doing in this movie, but it was menacing. And I was just like, I don't, I don't know where, what film he's in, but yeah. I, it's I was, scary. I was genuinely thinking there was going to be a twist where like he was the sorcerer who cursed these earrings back in the day because he has no. that face. <laughs> no, 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 just you just isolate his parts and rename it Bobby Dobby as a hobby. <laughs> no, we're not doing no? that, Dave. No? Okay. We're not Sorry. doing that. Good. Because okay. uh, he's, he's, other... he's, he's doing hobbyist shit. He's doing the hobbies time. the whole time. He's painting models and shit. He's, um, he's got nothing else. That, that's all he was okay. here to do. You yeah. say I will end you? I was like, holy shit, he will end you, woman. <laughs> he, will, he will murder you and not even feel anything. Uh, <laughs> this guy threatened to murder children in the 80s. <laughs> he's not fucked around in the aughts. Any <laughs> other fun facts here? This is one of the epic Roger Ebert reviews that I've ever read. Part of me it's, thinks he loved it. Oh, the reviews um, were great. Part of you thinks it, that he loved it? He did not. Because he, he hates what I love and he seems to like a lot of things that I don't like that much. He gave it one half of one star. Oh my God. Ooh, I, think yeah. I, think, I think that might be the worst that's that we've record. had so far. I think they described it as two very, very thumb downs. I, oh. I tried to find the Ebert and Roper episode on YouTube, couldn't find it. I wanted to see it so bad. Wish I had more um, this movie four thumbs down. There's a couple, couple good quotes, though. The movie resolutely avoids all the comic possibilities of its situation and becomes one more dumb high school comedy about sex gags and prom dates through superhuman effort of the will. 
I did not walk out of the hot chick, but reader, I confess, I could not sit through the credits. The MPAA rates this PG-13. It is too vulgar for anyone under 13 and too dumb for anyone over 13. Ooh. Ooh. Made, made for exactly 13-year-olds. And uh, Roper, apparently, he's like, it's, it's in color and it's mostly in focus. That was the best review ever. Oh, yep. I love that. Uh, oh, that's he that could be on the Atlanta Housewives with that kind of a read. Credit to Phil. He yeah he could be early Phaedra who as far as I'm concerned is the greatest Atlanta housewife and needs to come back. I know her exit was really messy and uh, unfortunate, especially given what Portia has become. But I would welcome Phaedra back, and we've lost the entire rest of my co-hosts. Um, huh? Are there <laughs> are there any other fun facts? Um, it, just to just pivot off of the Roger Ebert one, it was one of his most hated movies, is what IMDb told me. So I meant to look up his review today, and I uh, forgot. So thank you, Dave. Um, and then the other one is this movie was originally rated R, and they got it down to a PG-13 and didn't make a single cut. <laughs> they just appealed it. <laughs> Come appealed on. It. They're, like, They're like, how about this try? They're like, what did you do? Nothing. What didn't I do? Um... <laughs> Okay, so here is my fun fact. And again, um, if you haven't seen the movie, this is going to sound insane, and I'm not going to give you any context, but uh, the empire of Abyssinia did not exist in 50 BC. It would have been called <gasps> Aksum or Punt back then. Mm -hmm. uh, Ethiopia mm -hmm. first became known as Abyssinia in 1270 AD. So you, you mean their racist opening was also inaccurate? <laughs> what? Well, I'll be uh, damned. Yeah, it, for sure not Abyssinian 50 mm. BE. This would be Aksum. Abyssinian later then. I'm oh, done with that. Dave. Mm. Had, to. had to do it. Had to do My it. God. All right. They had to offend um, everyone else, or at least they skipped the poor Abyssinians. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean that was that was a, a lot of an opening there, and I I did not know what was happening. Um I kept pausing it and like just double checking that I clicked on the right movie. I was when, like, when it opened, my first note is this feels like the wrong movie. I was like, <laughs> the mummy? What is happening? <laughs> it was like the live action Aladdin opening. Like, what is happening here? This is. So, the, wait, you, does yeah. the first two minutes in the movie pass or fail for you guys? <laughs> um, you know what? Okay, I'm going to say this. The first two minutes, um, the, the CGI looks bad, but it was old. So, I'll give that a pass. Um, if you make that into a different movie, I might be on board with that. I like, you know, oh, yeah. I like some some weird, you know, fantasy shit. I can get on board with that. And then what happened? Shit. Really yeah. um, like if it was like the Raiders of the Lost Ark situation, uh -huh. you know, like Indiana Jones, like it's it started a little bit like that. And I was like, okay, well, maybe this isn't going to be what I thought it was going to be. And then it immediately became what I thought it was going to be. It, it felt a little yeah. bit like a Disney Channel original movie opening. Like this is how you know some some girl when she turns fifteen finds these earrings and she can rollerblade really well or something. I don't I don't know where that would go, but yeah. you know, decom do see my thing and they haven't been for a while. Um, let's jump into uh, the recap here. What uh, God? What do we think about Rob Schneider in this movie? No one else could have played that part. Truly, I had the same thought. Um, I kind of feel like the the natural move is to get like um like a big meathead like the rock or one of the hemsworths to do this um it probably would have been like vin diesel at the time i guess 
Um, but having the role played by like a really kind of a small, frail, kind of a wayfish kind of actor, I think worked really well. I do wish it was Chris Kattan. I would have loved Chris Kattan instead. Uh-huh. But yeah, I, having Rob Schneider play it, um, I obviously he wrote it and, you know, he's going to put himself in it. But I, I'm happy they didn't get like a big meathead to play this role. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, you, yeah, you lost me for a couple seconds there. Cause I was like, Hemsworth, oh, which one? <laughs> think of which He's walking around in tiny. I was envisioning Hemsworth next to, um, like, Chris, Hemsworth. Chris yeah. has got some chops. Thor yeah. might be able to pull yeah. this off. Thor in there. That could oh be, my a God. I'm just, that's a penis like, like they might want to see. Like that's. <laughs> they all wanted to see the penis. Why did it have to be like a Rob Snyder character? I don't understand. Well, I mean, who who else? Because it, it has to, I mean, it has to be somebody that's like not threatening, I feel like. Oh, okay. Oops. And if, if you took a character like, like a David Spade, I feel oh. like it would almost be too far. Like Grown Ups 2 where you're like, all right, come on. I get it. You're creepy. Yeah. David Spade could not. He's too like sarcastic and flat with his affect. I would not. The physicality of him in the role, I think, is something that he did really well. Um, yeah. Oddly enough, like him making all the hand motions and like the, he was basically like the proto Alexis from Shit's Creek. Um, it felt natural and consistent. And I'm going to say again, to compare to Idle Hands, it felt a lot like Devin Sawa's hand acting. What are, mm, why are we comparing this to Idle Hands? This has nothing to do with Idle Hands. It's a, it's a teen fantasy comedy. No. There aren't a lot of those. All right, Sawa hand acting. Look that up it later. Did he was doing hand acting the whole time. That's, he was, that's you know, some good stuff. No, it was, hand, it was a hand actor. I don't know that the hand actor was always his hand. Okay, I think okay. we don't need to get the, into the okay. idle hands debate again. That could take us. That we could are take all a while. What if the Rob Schneider that we see is acting and the natural Rob Schneider is Jessica and the guy in 51st Dates in that crop top on a boat? You know what? Could be the case. He could be, you know, always kind of in that character, putting on a show for us because he's afraid to be him his real self. That's that's a sad thought. Shit got dark. I like to think of my personal Rob Schneider as the guy in the crop top on the boat. I mean, that's that's better than the real one, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, if you ever watch that show, exclamation point, Rob, exclamation point, don't watch that fucking show. It was bad. <laughs> it was real bad. My bitch is like, did you watch the Rob show on Netflix? I was like, fuck no. He's like, it's oh, actually pretty good. And I'm like, ah. It's, it's I, not pretty good. Taking the ring off and throwing it at him. No, I didn't, but. Wedding is like, off. I, um, I quit. So uh, I, I have a question here that I'm hoping somebody can answer for me. I worked retail for many years as, as a youth. Uh, why were those earrings on the counter in the store to begin with? Can anybody clear that up for me? Because it's the, it's the center point of the whole movie. No, I don't. No, I had a question. I don't. I don't know. And in um, what world did they not open the box ever? Right? If right? anything, to make sure they weren't damaged. Yes. Mm. Check up yes. price. Nothing. Um, they, they belonged in a museum. Yeah. This is like, artifact. Yeah, I think my note was, why are they in the mall? Like, what is that? <laughs> like, why would you have genuine artifacts in the mall? I don't know if anybody's seen Wonder Woman 1984, but nope. it was almost like a similar disregard yeah. for ancient artifacts. True. And that movie was set in the Smithsonian. So it was just this general, we are blase with really important artifacts that could have deadly consequences. We just and keep these stones on our desks and anyone could just desks. walk in and just 
take them and take their powers. Yeah, cool. don't worry about it. Leave it a boot. At a bare minimum, put them shits in the display case. Put them in the case. I would say destroy these artifacts because fuck, <laughs> fuck this problem, fuck it, unbelievable. But like, why, why couldn't they have been on a field trip to a museum? Sure, like those that girls made are... sense. That's true. We needed them in the mall. We needed them in the mall. Yeah. Did anyone else feel like they were horrible? Like it was the worst part of the movie how fake they look. I've oh, seen gum wrapper grills that looked more real than those earrings. Like they looked like they spray painted something from like a Fisher Price play kit. They look hmm. real shit. I, I, um, I'm a, a lot of years old though. Well, but I'm a history nerd, and I, I look. I, I mean, that's that's kind of my you know, my wheelhouse. Is a lot of like you know Near Eastern artifacts and shit like to look at. They all True. look really good. Look at like ancient Egyptian like gold working. That shit's fantastic. <laughs> like that's yeah, that's it's, preserved, it's preserved in a museum. Like but these I, have just been flinging around for years in a mall. I, okay, they could have been in inventory for many years. That's true. But even, you know what, though? Even when they were brand new, like in, in 50 BC fake Abyssinia, I'm like, these look crude. These look handmade by a toddler. They don't look good. Um, yeah, didn't like that. I, I do, uh, while we're on the topic of questions, why didn't Clive just run off at the gas station? Like, he he's robbing a gas station in the middle of the day, which is yeah. the best plan I've ever seen. But like, if you're going to do that, like, you know, beat it get the fuck out of there in a hurry he's like trying to i guess like scooby-doo sneak past the car and like mm-hmm. not be noticed then they notice him he's like oh i guess i'll just act like i work here F- run get the fuck no, out pro- i thought it was diabetic shock after he just pumped, <laughs> he pumped all that icy into his mouth oh, followed by with with all that nacho cheese and like he's that probably so he's probably off and he's walking out the door like and he gets called over by very attractive lady. He's like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'll try to help you. Nice. Whatever. And then he should have just kept 15, walking. He should have left. Yeah. yeah. They spend all this time torturing him, but then you wake up and look in the mirror and you're him the day night, the, literally the next morning. Yeah. No recognition. Not I, at all. I, I don't know why I didn't realize that they did see his face from a foot away for a long time and she did not recognize that she had his face. Well, she's yeah. a mean girl. She just like she sees people and just kind of forgets and just moves on with her own life. You know, she's that's a good not, point. They had to give not thinking about there. others. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. If if he was like a legit criminal, he would have like fucked something up under their hood so they couldn't escape, and then robbed them too. I don't know what he's a bad. He's a bad criminal. Is the business? He's problem. not a good criminal. No, not a smooth I mean, criminal. Yeah. What part of this movie makes sense though? That's um, my question. Um, I was going to say I the not, cheerleading, but no, not that either. No, it's <laughs> not. Very little, very little. Oh. Crooks, oh. would you give this a Ramona singer level sociopath? Because she pulls her car up at the gas station knowing that it's service on the wrong side and just expects them to figure it out. Pumps on the other side. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say uh, Ramona level sociopath. What I would say is she does treat her service workers the way that Ramona does. Just backing up over that little bell over and over again <laughs> in the ring. Like that's, yeah, yeah she she the would worst. for sure, yeah, she's the fucking worst. She's, I was, I was trying to think, where do they still have full service? Is this New Jersey? Jersey? Is it Jersey? New Jersey. in California. It's in California. I think Oregon also is, is full service still, mm. I believe. Jersey. 
she's five years younger. She didn't remember. I feel like before in wealthy areas, you had the option to have somebody pump for you even like 20 years ago. Now it's I like, think it's, it's like 25 cent more per gallon or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. That is a while yeah. ago too, though. This was, this was what? 2002. Two? Yeah. So that was, that was a while too. I think that. it's a luxury of cold climate for people that don't want to be in and out when they're traveling in snow and things mm-hmm. like that is where it was offered. And I um, it was not it. offered in Chicago, no. where it was very cold to get out of my car. Chicago, yeah. They would just laugh in your face, <laughs> full service. Um, now, I, I was never uh, a teen girl, as I think we've established many a time on this pod. Um, some of you guys were. <laughs> when you were teen girls, and we've kind of touched on this, would you have been all about seeing a, like a flaccid dick? <laughs> was that, was that the height Schneider's. of <laughs> I knew better then. <laughs> We're just jumping into that question. Um, I I need to know. No, I don't. uh, I don't. I I, that like kept. I was like, and everybody wants to see the penis. I think I wrote my notes. I was like, again. Yeah, that was my note. Everyone asked to see the penis. I guess like, I don't know if I would have want. I guess there's like that thing of like, oh, I can just see one with no consequences. Like no one's trying to make me touch it. Like no one, you know. It's just kind of like a. I can look at one, I guess. I don't know. I'm not trying to. Get that. Weird. I mean, no strings attached dick view. I guess I could, I could see how that will be. <laughs> but it's not like you get why they would ask. Like, boobs are, like, nice looking. Yeah, boobs when, are great. Right. Yeah. But, like, rarely ever am I, like, hmm. That's a pretty dick. That's <laughs> yeah. a good looking dick. It's a purely... <laughs> Utilitarian appendage. 100%. And also, he had like he's kept talking about he had hair everywhere. I'm like, yeah. shave it. Like, you, women know how to shave. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. well, at one point they do they do cut his his nose hair, and it comes out as though he is shaving a cocker spaniel. Like, it's a yeah. lot of hair comes out of his nose, which is mm-hmm. go to the hospital. That's what's going on. <laughs> uh, not fucking. Keeps the germs out. You gotta have lots of hair up it, up your nose. It keeps it keeps the COVID out. Oh, oof. But not Dave to, is not a doctor. <laughs> I am not a doctor. <laughs> not to take it back to the penis question, but I, I thought more about it as well. Or I have another thought on it. So I thought maybe they were like young. It was unclear what age they, because I guess, well, they're driving cars. They're driving but, you know, at least 16. And they're going to prom. But, uh, yeah. Well, I, again, this all didn't really sync up for me. And I was like, maybe they're like, they've never seen a penis. So that's where they're like, let me see my oh, friends. But, but Ferris had had sex with five other people but did well, she you know that at that point yeah, well when she yeah. it, she's like that's the top five that i've seen i've seen five yeah so like <laughs> i just I, I don't know i'm not and this is like the only thing i might try to bring reason to i don't know i'm just like yeah let me see yeah. your penis i don't know uh, okay i you know what i could <laughs> i could see it um it still seems like a weird thing to want to see for a hundred percent. Like a, like a flaccid, floppy, thirty-year-old dick doesn't really seem like a lot of teenage girls. Like, mm, give me some of that. That's the thing. Some they like. also kept saying he was thirty. Rob Schneider was forty in this movie, and I kept being like, forty. <laughs> no one thinks it's weird that they're just hanging around a forty-year-old man and at one that's, point. That's what I mean by like, why did they pick him? Like, they could have. In my head, I might might have been able to wrap my head around like mm. late year olds that looked a little bit better. Yeah. If this was Paul Walker, I could understand them all <laughs> wanting to see his peen. Like it that would make sense to me. When yeah. you said Hemsworth, I was like, yes, I would want to see that. No, I I bet part of it was his willingness to be mostly nude or in <laughs> women's clothing for long stretches of time. At, 
and uh, but, but again, Chris Kattan would have loved that. Yeah, he was Mango. The same age, Mango. Though. They're yeah. like the same age. So I just think day. there weren't that many like. I'm thinking like comedians of that era. Like I think it was still early for like Jimmy Fallon and we learned he oh, yeah. can't carry a film. No. So like, I think he didn't have a lot of options. So it's like Rob Snyder, or Chris Kattan. That film would have been a war crime with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, um, Chris Kattan is, Rob Schneider one, is the stapler. One of my friends in high school turned into Paul Walker. I would have called up Hildenberg with all of my money, worldly possessions <laughs> and otherwise, and destroyed those earrings. I'd be like, you're never turning back. Right, this is, this is permanent now. If, I'm, if, it's, if it's that and I'm April, then I'm like, we have to figure out a way to make this work forever. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, now, I, I did want to talk about uh, the makeover scene in this movie that didn't at all change how Rob Schneider looked. <laughs> like, um, I, it was a pretty good visual gag of them, like, cycling through all the different Backstreet Boys looks, which yep. I didn't realize they were doing that until at the end, and Jessica looked exactly like Howie D. Oh, um, no. I knew, the second it was AJ McLean, I'm like, oh, we're doing Backstreet Boys? Is that the gag? Yeah, oh, I mean... Uh, but, I'm not the target audience for that joke, but it was a funny joke with the poster at the end of all the ones crossed off. But then number one, not sure how the hair gets back to normal. That's a different conversation for a different day, but she looked the exact fucking same. They didn't shave her or anything. Like this was just Rob Schneider, the way that I, I'm calling, I'm calling Rob Schneider she here because it's Jessica. This is going to be very confusing and I'm trying to not be cis normative. Um, uh, if this is Jessica, she didn't shave her. She didn't look any different. And all of a sudden, Anna Ferris is like, gotta get me some of that same dude who was here 10 minutes ago. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. I was very confused with the makeover scene. It, it was very weird. And I think like, that's where I think this movie gets a little bizarre. Cause there's oh, so many weird? things that are, no, no, sorry. It's part of, it's part of the whole thing. But I think ultimately it's like, there are a lot of things that they do that are just like, this is pure comedy. And then there's a lot of random things they do that like you would, you would expect to see in like a naked gun, 33 and a third, yes. or like hot shots. They do a lot of like spoof yeah. humor. Or and it, a highbrow uh, spoof like, I don't know, high school high. Okay, um, so let's, let's <laughs> pump the brakes on that one, dear friend. The, the um, no strangling the dancers sign. Like yeah. um, they had some jokes. Here. No, no. Get high school high out of here. But it was just like when like the mom and dad are in bed, the dad's looking at Playboy and he folds out the centerfold. Yes. Mom's reading like what is it? American, American or yeah. Yeah. And then she American, yeah. 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 And then like the backstreet. So it was just if they were making a spoof on a body change movie, like I think they could have leaned in further. They should have or if they are just going like a straight we're doing a straight comedy body change, like I think there was a way to do that. And they tried to like thread the needle on making it both and they um like lost the needle and the thread is just like tumbled off the spool and is like sitting at our feet like it just the oh, whole no. thing exploded so yeah i don't know they, they, sewing, it's a big sewing tragedy it's a big movie, sewing mess. So. i know i started it's with that and i was like this is not a no, good thing i said like my body and there were a number of things that were like legit slapstick him falling down the, the stairs at the uh at the oh my god three solid minutes um yeah april's mom falling off like the balcony of her house onto the family room floor and the cat making the noise like there are yeah. some like legit dumb slapstick like parry things that happen was it rob just, schneider headbutts somebody hard in the face <laughs> and, and, like, like bam i'm like okay this yeah I, I guess that's fine but it looks like a crime to me 
Doesn't yeah. look good. Well, Jessica, Rob Schneider, Jessica full on punches Bianca in the face and knocks her the fuck out. Just like yeah. out of the blue. Um, yeah. Now, I. I don't Bianca, think his name Bianca was stick. She was, I guess, the antagonist. He was the rival cheerleader. Like, yeah. oh, okay. He's bringing oh, it on. Yeah. Clover yeah. cheerleader. Yeah. The, the Clover, if you will. Um, she was the shoplifter. Yeah. Nona. <laughs> and got, got tackled hard as <laughs> shit by the cops. Um, that, that dated the movie immediately. Oh, yeah. go, a Winona Ryder joke. Winona okay, Ryder good. joke. Great. Um, we need to talk about uh, the whole relationship between Jessica's dad and Rob Schneider as Taquito. Um, the gardener? Fucking bizarre. Are we, are we saving the problematic portion of this conversation? Oh, we're going to go directly into, you know what, let's, yeah, let's do it right now. Uh, what's your problem? Uh, my problem is this whole relationship. Um, See? And, and everything See? else. See? The fuck? Um, so, so the first time that god taquito is there gardening dude comes out of the house midway through this guy mowing the lawn um with a beer to just split with the gardener he's talking about how he and his wife don't have the same freaky deaky sex they used to he pulls his dick out yep. uh talks about how to give a spicy food on account of his asshole like this I, I don't know why he thinks this is an appropriate way to interact with your gardener. Um, or another man all. in general. Like, yeah. that's, like, that's his best friend, I think. This is his only yeah. friend. He, only, he, he doesn't have any friends. He yeah, and, and, and he hasn't had any new ones in a while. He's like, let's see if I can hang out with this uh, gardener fellow. To pull see how it goes. dick out in broad yeah. daylight in front of, yeah. I think, did he Did he also have his ass out or did he just like flop it over the top? I can't have you never played golf with I'm random dudes? You just go in the man. woods, you just, yeah, I'll just pull your dicks out. It's fine. I don't play Boy, golf, man. you know that. I, but, okay. Yeah, just, just pulling your dick out in front of a stranger who you yeah. don't know and are paying. Yeah. That, don't look at it. Just you can keep talking. No, no. Look fine, at whatever. it. I'm like, what's the <laughs> line? That's from a movie. Like, don't and just after look the at moment it. Was over, just, just don't she look was at it. Fine. Like that's your yeah, dad. That should traumatize death immediately her. after. Yes. Death. Yeah. This is you can't. There's no coming back. You can't go home now. Um, yeah. Now the character of Takedo. Yes, I was just gonna say. Yeah. I'm offended. Well, it, offended. you should be. It, it highlights the problem with this movie. I don't think there's one minority in the movie who isn't some kind of an offensive stereotype yeah. <laughs> like you got Ling Ling and her mom um Tia and Tamara Tia and Tamara no they are, are they that's like another one like why no one is they're equal opportunity offenders yeah I had the question I'm like why are the twins here what are we doing they were like bona fide stars at this point like this is post sister sister they're, they're, they're limelight might have been fading a little bit it, it was fading but like i can see them wanting to take this opportunity because they had been up till that time really predominantly in roles where they were very goody two-shoe true i don't remember them being able to portray anyone urban even if it was offensive no. which it was they, it they really true. were your twins match and, and talk like this and don't have a crush on roger and that was their thing in every shit they did and let's not forget twitches uh, where they played twin witches. Um, yeah, they this this was them really trying to like stretch a little bit, but like, good God, they don't even have names. They're just sort of like roll their necks and read Ling Ling. Oh, they do have names. Do they? they have do. Names? Are not really good. No, um, I didn't read. Lafred? Is it Lafred from from uh? Bring it on. Lafred. One of them. Was, one of them. Was oh. What was it? 
And the other one was Venetia. Venetia, Jesus. Okay. okay. Um, so, so those are our black characters. Um, there's also a black guy whose only role is to be into big girls. Uh-huh. Um, that's or, a huge bitch. Or the guy in the bathroom. The, the bathroom. Oh, yeah. oh Dick, yeah. Gregory. Dick, Dick Gregory. Like a legitimate legend. It's good to have something to aim for. I'm like, thanks, Gregory. Dick Gregory. I wish you were teaching me how to pee right now. God, thanks, uh, Dick Gregory. There was, oh, I'm sorry. There was also the Miss Cleo style store clerk. Um, Angie Stone. I think people just like, I think in this like latter stage, this is really like Happy Madison Productions. Like people are just like, oh, I'll do anything Adam Sandler's doing because he was like yeah. making bank. He was. And yeah. I think like people were just like, I'll do, what. oh, Adam Sandler's involved? I'm in. And they yeah. didn't probably read the script close enough or <laughs> shit happened. And then they're like, I'm in this? Like, uh, you know, Al Pacino's in that Jack and Jill film. Like, what are we yeah, doing? Yeah, he is in that. I, I, I will Anger say. Anger management with Jack Nicholson. What are we doing uh, here? This, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna toss something in there that I think might explain, mm-hmm. perhaps, some of what happened. Lots of money. Yeah, this was. They this like was, money. This was also 2002. So this is after, like, shortly after 9/11. We're all just trying to laugh again, guys. We're just trying to. Three years later, we're still time. trying to laugh. It's, it's trying to be a rough go. Laughing? Well, uh, in O2, yeah. I mean, that was still. Oh, it was O2. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're all just trying to laugh. We're st- trying to make America laugh again. again. Let's do it. Yeah. Keep yeah. laughing. There's a lot of weird gay stuff. Like when he's at the club, yep. and he's just, like ordering all these drinks, and he's like, and the guy's looking at him weird. And I'm like, you could just the, the be gay. Like, yeah, you can, it's yes. fine. It's and okay. He's like looking at people. The whole bathroom scene where it's weird that he's like looking at people's <sighs> junk. It's still weird, but it just. But I'm like, you could just be a gay dude. It's totally yes. fine. It's totally fine that it's being an effeminate gay dude. Like no one, yeah. that would make a lot more sense than trying to be macho talking about peeing in your girlfriend's panties. Nothing wrong with a slow gin fizz, man. Nothing wrong with a slow gin fizz. It's a delicious yeah. drink. Yeah. By that, I mean my girlfriend's panties, which I carry with me to pee in. To pee in. So I make it on time. <laughs> what? <laughs> Has she ever met a man before? Like, it just, that that whole thing didn't make any sense. And just, yeah, just well, pee, pee on the cigarette boat over there. Yeah. The outfit that he's wearing. Yeah, the outfit that he's wear, wearing and like the mannerisms, there's like no way that he's straight. Oh, listen, hold and, on. We're, we're going to get to Frosted Tips uh, in one sec. Okay. Before that, I need to shit on Ling Ling and her mom. Um, yeah. Really, Ling Ling's mom is the problem here. Uh, Korean okay. accent is way too much. Of course, mm-hmm. she works at the nail place in the mall. She shows up with kimchi and bulgogi for Ling Ling's lunch. And that's that's a delicious, delicious lunch, yes. Mm-hmm. Delicious. So good. delicious lunch, but of course, yeah. the Korean mom brings kimchi and bulgogi. And then yeah. I, when she shows up as an offensive black stereotype at the prom and then drives off in the lowrider, like, why can there just be a minority who's a character they don't have to be like a caricature in every role in this movie yeah oh yeah i think i just like my notes normally are like statements or exclamation points or thoughts and this one was just a lot of questions (laughs) Um, it's a big why with many question marks afterwards kind of and i think it is because like they threw in so many things that you're like, why is this here? I'd love yeah. to see more about that. Or like, why is, and it's, they mm-hmm. were choices that just, yeah. I don't know, did they not have enough to fill the central plot of a, of a teenage girl that's trapped in a gross 40 man, 40 year old man's mm-hmm. body? Like just, that's just not watch, enough. Just watch Freaky Friday and make a knockoff that. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's a lot like there plenty. to deal with. 
I mean, even Bianca, like even the cheerleading competition, I was like, do not play Spanish music. Yeah, with the fl- the rose in the hair. Uh, and, and they were like, the and I was like, Latina. They, they hear that Santeria is either a Cuban or Brazilian thing, or me like, Bianca, I don't think she's either Cuban or Brazilian. I Probably a Mexican girl. <laughs> like, all of this just seemed... But also, like, Santeria oh. is very, like, West Indies. So, yes. like, yeah. there was just... I, I literally wrote... I don't know why I wrote it down. I was like, is any of this Santeria stuff accurate? Knowing full well it's not. And I was like, what am I... What are they, why did they, I waste they the ink? They chickens. And they, there, mm-hmm. there are chickens things in Santeria. That's the closest they got Involving to be in the real chickens. Santeria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Right. They don't, I mean, interesting. They don't got no oh. crystal ball. Hildenberg, yeah. Yeah, I, I did. I, yeah, I, I used to sing Santeria to my son as a lullaby when he was a baby because it goes. It's on. adorable. You just can make just that don't say any bad words. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, it's why he. I I was afraid that uh, his first word was going to be Sancho. Um, oh, Sancho. <laughs> while we're uh, on. Wait, one more problematic thing, though. Yeah. I think you had it in weird plot stuff. Um, it just was obviously like a throwaway sight gag, but like booger cross-dressing i was like again let's just do this or like you know let's what? explore this let's have a convo like why are we mad here's what i'm gonna say um this was like oddly progressive of the mm-hmm. movie because he oh, okay. stresses and no one is like what are you doing his mom and dad were very supportive at the, at the end yeah, yeah the, uh, jessica is more mad that um he uses her lipstick than that he's wearing lipstick like no one seems to th- I, the whole time like oh boy this is gonna get there's gonna be a moment where this gets bad and at the end there's like well if we got you those heels you got to learn how to run in them and i'm like okay so we're just it's just we're, we're fine with this that was oddly progressive considering the entire rest of the movie for me i thought okay. the same i thought booger was way ahead of his time i loved him um none of those jokes have planned anymore the climate changed and that's a great thing I'm, I'm really happy that we live in a time now that people can be their authentic selves and not have to worry about that yeah but i think that that was one of the things they actually did that they didn't schneider all over for lack of a better word yeah where they actually let justice character develop he got beat up at school probably for being a bit different i'm sure he used her makeup to cover his eye they had that little weird bond like how he knew that she would lift her foot up when she played basketball and he saw her mowing the lawn as taquito i think that it showed that no matter what he did and no matter how horrible she was she was going to be like ride or die for him Yes, yeah. they, their relationship was very sweet, and they they really did not take the low hanging fruit to just make a oh boy that sounds bad in context to make a whole bunch <laughs> of bad jokes about this kid. Like I I'm happy that they didn't they didn't steer into that skid. Like good for them. Um, now no, I fair. do. It just seemed weird to throw it in, but like thinking about yeah. it from this other, it was it's actually probably nice that they threw it in and didn't really go too far with it. Yeah, they they could I, have they could have made that like a whole different running gag, and I'm happy they didn't do that. Yeah, I mean, I think it. There was one line toward the end where he said like it doesn't matter like what you look like. I think they needed an accept an acceptance of a person who was a little bit different mm-hmm. um, to like really kind of land that. I do want to put on my cape real quick for poor Hildenberg. They treated her. They, they treated her bad. Like, yeah. So at first, her. They, yeah, they threw a whole toilet seat at her. At, at yeah. first, I'm like, okay, she's a big girl, but also a cheerleader, yeah. which is neat. Like they, I, I'm like, all right, we're doing different body types in the cheerleading squad. That's fantastic. Then they hit her with the toilet, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. all right. So that she's here. Here's a joke. That's their whole thing here. Um. And then she wears a twister outfit. Yeah. To, to the, the club. 
to the to right it's literally hand, like a twister she's got more twister sheet and she wears it as a dress a twister poncho if you will um She's in the chem lab making some kind of syrup for her ice cream. Yeah, it looked good. Oh, it looked good. delicious. Oh, I, that triggered me, first of all. <laughs> red, red syrup from a beaker? She's <laughs> eating a bowl of sprinkles she did not make. Right. Where no. did they come from? She brought those sprinkles. I, I thought the syrup maybe turned into sprinkles. I don't know. I was like, this is, let's more about this, please. Fancy I chemistry. Like, I need a deep dive on that. This looks yeah. amazing. We uh, we did have the the visual joke of her boyfriend like struggling under her weight when he was on her shoulders or she was on his shoulders and then at prom I I I think they just deployed her to block the vice principal with her big old butt and that, <laughs> that was fantastic. Deuce Bigelow, that's a huge bitch. And I'm like, that's a huge bitch. We don't need that. <laughs> like it's too you do. fucking much. They had to bring him back. That movie was very successful. People, I'm sure, were like, ah, you see. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I bet in 02, I probably would have like laughed openly at that being a callback. Yeah. I, I bet. Um, now, I, I did want to uh, touch on April's parents real quick here before we go into some other segments because um, April's mom is very clearly an addict of some sort. Uh, mm. I, I don't know if anybody else here used to watch Hey Arnold back in the day. Um, I know hey Megan didn't on cable. Sure. But uh, there's a running joke in there I didn't get as a kid. As an adult, I fully get. Helga's mom is a full-blown alcoholic. Like, she's, oh. she's, she's a blackout. Like, she's a wino. Um, she's always having her, like, special smoothies. Uh, and her speech is very slurred. And she's asleep on the couch all the time. Like, she was just, like, hammered all the time. And we see that with April's mom, too. Um, she's, like, just pouring whiskey into her coffee. And then the husband walks by and says, hey, cut back on that coffee. Um, dad gives no fucks about what she's doing or what she's saying mm-hmm. at any time and at the end he threatens to have her institutionalized I'm pretty sure <laughs> he's like yeah. if you fuck it up again like I'm called if you're going away forever right yeah it was very 50s in that house I cannot be trusted to deal with any of your problems I will send you away if you do not get <laughs> yes. them under control Call under your own power area. Yes. We had a debate on that rewatching it. I think it was very clear to me where he was like, ease up on the coffee that he knew that it was not coffee. Everyone else in the room was like, no, it, he wasn't being patronizing. He thought she was on too much coffee. And I'm like, what? Whose eyes are you oh, watching? I thought it was patronizing. I thought it was clear as day. Exactly. I think I thought he was like, hey, I know you're just drinking liquor right now. Like, I, mm-hmm. I see. What I feel vindicated. Hiding Thank you. Everybody. Yeah. I Good old coffee cup liquor. My favorite kind of liquor, coffee cup liquor. Yeah. Best kind. Coffee so good. cup brand liquor. Uh-huh. No, I definitely thought maybe I uh, I literally just rewatched this and I might have been looking at my phone at the end. Um, I finished it like a little bit ago. I thought he said he's like I will end you. Maybe that's what I just heard. I was like Robbie Robert Davi would knows, end man. a person. So that's where I was like. I mean, I he thought did I, a lot of things to her. I thought I heard bitch. What? I, I thought I heard that too. Okay. I was like, he's digging a ditch and he's putting her in it. Like, he's driving her out to the woods. This is like a good fella situation. He's like, fucking Bobby Joey. He's on fire, man. But I also think, like, bad guy. His love for his daughter. He's like, don't you dare mess up April's day. So I think yeah. weird. He's a very supportive father. Um, very we, supportive. We, we breezed over this a second ago, and we have to come back to it. Uh, this movie had a lot of different looks for a lot of different characters. So um, let's dig into some frosted tips and butterfly clips. 
Dana, uh, get us started. What look did you want to talk about this week? first you're on top of i have i have a vertical gallery <laughs> view of all the participants you're on top i go top to bottom so don't miss somebody oh there's there are so many outfits in this movie you guys have picked a lot of good ones that's why i'm struggling here dear listeners um i uh oh boy <laughs> oh boy should i come back to you you pass <laughs> And we'll come back, Dana. Okay, fair. A moment. I will get us started instead. Um, I'm picking Jessica's dad's basketball getup. Um, so he's in a gray cutoff tee. Uh, like the sleeves are cut off. It's got a rough hem because he cut the bottom of it off. It's got a notch cut out of the collar. Um, it's not super baggy, but it looks real baggy compared to everything else he has on. And if you look closely, this is a, a champion t-shirt uh, that's just been turned inside out. Uh, I feel like at the time, Champion was what you would get from like Kmart. It was super cheap. That shit now is expensive. It is. Like it Champion, is. Um, the guy, so I work at a, at a clothing company and um, one of the guys that like started the company, uh, his name is Todd Snyder. He's got a deal, um, like a private label with Champion and we're talking like $600 sweatshirts and shit. Like it's fucking wild that Champion has had oh. that kind of a blow up. Um, he also has on the shortest, tightest emerald green shorts you ever did see with like white stripes around the legs and the waistband. They look like boxer briefs. Like these don't look like they were ever actually shorts. And he has white tube socks that go um, like all the way up to like his mid calf, three green stripes on those. And he has on white dad shoes. And I paused it to try to zoom in and see what they were. I'm pretty sure these are New Balance 519s, which are like Fantastic. the ultimate dad shoe like every yeah. every white dad has a pair of those from mowing the lawn i feel like uh, only the the there are more there's a new balance that are more dad shoes the 990s those old man gray the shoes 990s but, are the gray ones yeah. but, okay but i just tried to buy some too. 990s so but they're, they're, they're super comfortable they are I, I run the best new shoe they will last forever they are but still really they, good they are old man they are old man shoes it was old man shoes uh he yeah. also has like a navy blue headband with right with uh red stripes top and bottom um I we uh, when I was in college, we used to play um, not even ultimate frisbee, just like passing a frisbee back and forth. And I had a friend who would always dress like this for that occasion. I think just because he liked attention a whole lot. And there's pictures of all of us in like you know baggy basketball shorts and like a baggy t-shirt, and him dressed up like this to go play frisbee. And it was always quite a look. But he was 19 and looking for attention. From her. <laughs> I don't know why her dad dressed like this for basketball with his gardener. Yeah. So I can't explain it. He's hitting um, Taquito. He's like, I showed you my dick. Let's show you my a minute ago. Here are my nuts about to dangle out of these short shorts. Check them out. Yeah, take a look. Exactly. No, he looks, like he, should, he, he looks like he should be a member of the, 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 what was that movie? The Hoosiers. In yeah, Hoosiers. He'd be, he'd be a Hoosier. Yeah. 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 I feel uh, like I wrote this outfit for one of the tea box, like St. Patrick's Day. Oh, probably. You know, oh, for sure. Yeah. It might have been cover your bases. Uh, mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. One, yeah, for sure. Bases. It's also like very 70s-esque. So it's yeah. like he's literally been dressing the exact same way since he was 12. He's dressed like John Travolta in, uh, what was that movie? Perfect? The 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 workout movie? Um, I think it was called Perfect. Oh, yeah. Staying Alive? No, no, no. no. There's one where he does aerobics. <laughs> Oh, it, right. it's something it movie. something it working it not working it not working, working out it. working I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's perfect i'm gonna it's, it, 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 no it's with jamie lee curtis and, and yeah. they're like doing a lot of a lot of thrusts. public thrusts a lot of i can't remember what it's called 
Uh, uh, audience, I, please let us know. Yeah. If, if I'll look perfect, it up in a second. Look it up. And when, it's, when it's perfect, I'm gonna freak the fuck out. Uh, thrust, 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 thrust. Yeah, yeah. It's also well, very similar to uh, staying alive. That's why I get them confused. It's not the same. Lauren, <laughs> get us back on track. Uh, what outfit <laughs> did you want to talk about this week? I actually loved Jessica as well, Clive as Jessica, Spence, if you will. I love Spence's outfit in the club. I thought Spence in the nightclub was. Boys beginning to i liked when he began to embrace the jessica within that was that moment for sure walking down the stairs i love the classic chunky belt it was very 2000 with the graphic shirt with the three-quarter sleeves i had things on them the way that he wore his low-cut jeans which after quarantine everyone's terrified to have come back but i mean he was doing it he was doing low rise he was getting everything Jessica was out and about. Yeah. I yeah. appreciated it. Really, really making a statement there. Uh, Dave, what look caught your eye this week? It was perfect. You were right. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to say, it was the movie Perfect. I was about to yeah. play the trailer, but I won't. This there is, is an episode of How Did This Get Made of Perfect, and it's. Of course, there was. Perfect. A um, mess. Yeah. I chose uh, opposite the uh, uh, Richard Spencer playing basketball. I, okay. I, I picked uh, the Rob Schneider basketball attire because it's completely inappropriate in every way. I don't know yes. how he didn't roll roll an ankle or just hurt himself. Um, it's like a purple tank top. He's got these high water khakis. They aren't quite uh, what what do you call the ones that that come up just below the knee that uh, guys capris? are wearing them. capris. They aren't capris. quite capris. They're they're lower, so it's like high water where it's like yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be walking in some I'm gonna be walking in some water later. Uh, clogs green. Bright green, mm-hmm. uh, and a pink bandana around the uh, around the neck. The and uh, he's the furthest he's the furthest thing from proper attire. Even though uh, Jessica's dad's wearing proper attire from like twenty years before, it's still technically proper attire for basketball. But uh, yeah, it's stylish, but it's like a foreign kind of stylish, stylish. Where if someone walks around wearing that in like America, like what's that person wearing? But if that person if Rob Schneider was wearing that in like Spain or Italy. I was say, if Rob he'd be the most stylish. Yeah, he'd be yeah. the one of the most stylish people of all time. He'd be he'd walking down one of the runways. For sure. Very much. Legit. Very much. Yeah, he, he belongs yeah. in Eurotrip. Um, big sis, what look did you want to talk about this week? So I'm going to go back to the club. Um, there were some really good outfits in the club. I actually had a really hard time choosing between April and Bianca, but I went with Bianca because. It was very much the time. Um, So I was able to find her picture, which I'll send it to you guys and we can post it. Um, But she's wearing these like skin tight jeans at the top that have um, black lacing on the sides because there's like a slit in each side of the jean. Mm -hmm. And then right around, I think it's just below the knee, it flares out and it like splits, Um, which I actually remember trying these on. And because I'm so tall, it like, you know, it's supposed to be bell bottoms that like, like go down to the floor and they would like come to my ankles. And so that would look I could, ridiculous course, on you at the time. No, yeah. Um, but anyway, they looked good on her somehow. And she had a black belt and then her top. And I remember these tops. They were like sequined, embedded, like really scratchy material. Um, and they were skin tight. And this one was long sleeves. And they had like just around the neck and shoulders. It was just like very random, like slits and like pieces of, like it didn't even make sense. And 
I swear I had a few of these outfits or like I wore them for like dance team or, you know, some other ridiculous thing, but um, they were just so itchy. I just remember like never wanting, you know, to wear them for more than an hour. And she was like hustling on the dance floor with that. She, I mean, she was, she was working it. And then eventually uh, Jessica Rob Schneider tore her clothes off and then, yeah. The, the and then they all started tearing each other's clothes yeah, off. The dance scene is another one where it's like this belongs in like a parody film because yeah. everyone is all of a sudden doing a choreographed dance number and they're tearing the girl's clothes off because he did it. Like, yeah, do do the whole movie in that tone, and I'm I'm here for it. Because a weird forty year old man <laughs> is like <laughs> assaulting a teenager, but whatever. <laughs> teenage girl. I know. I had a fake idea at that age. If you went to a club to dance and hang out and somebody like Rob Schneider tried to dance on you, not only did you give your parents your fake ID the next day, you were like, that's yeah. it. I'm, I'm yeah. cashed in. I'm not going we, out. I'm not interested. You don't know what We happened. had a club uh, in Neighborhood called Zero Gravity that was for under 21 people. Every dude there, I feel like, looked like Rob Schneider. <laughs> like it was a bunch of girls from high school and a bunch of Rob Schneiders walking around it was not good. I never got nope. how that was okay. How is it under 21, but every True. guy you let in has to be over 41? Yeah. yeah. And, and selling crystal meth, every one of them. Crystal, crystal meth. Meth if you're lucky. Uh, they That place went over. They killed it so hard. They put a uh, old folks home right on top of it. A really <laughs> nice one. Yep. They, they uh, plowed it over concrete, and then they're like, let's yeah. put the, the most wholesome thing we can find, which is a retirement community. We may have mentioned in a previous episode, um, my high school girlfriend's sex preamble got a staph infection in her leg there from a foam party. So that was the kind yeah. of club we're talking about. She almost died. Dana, dirty, uh, dirty, what dirty, look dirty. did you want to talk about this week? Did you, did you find one now? Have you, have you had time? Yeah, that's why I was like okay. late on the perfect call because I was trying to look up an outfit. I think it's just anything Lulu is wearing. So I didn't, okay, this is terrible of me because they, well, no, not terrible of me. It's terrible of this movie. They didn't use the names enough. That I thought Ling Ling's real name was Lulu, but her mom just called her Ling Ling. So yeah, I just didn't know who was who the whole movie. But Lulu is the redhead. And there's an outfit where I think they're like at the mall the second time when they April has to tell them that um, Jessica is now in Rob Snyder's body. Mm. And she is wearing a very like, it's like a pink t-shirt, like baby tee situation. And for some reason, she's wearing a purple wide sleeved tank top over it and that tank top has gold stars i'll send this to you it makes no sense and i think it's just like the whole entire time throughout this movie lulu's outfits make next to no sense her hair it's red and it's always in these weird pigtails like she to me i'm like I don't get why they're friends with Lulu just from her outfits alone. So well, I didn't think she fit into their friend group at all either. I wrote that. I'm like, what? What in what world? But yeah, also, would- this made me cringe so hard because that is why the early 2000s were the worst decade of fashion and everything else. Because you either looked like Bianca and you had JLo jeans and they were really cool, or you looked like Lulu. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I have That's a lot of pictures right. where I looked like both, but a lot of Lulu. And it was not. <laughs> Not good looking back. I did no. appreciate the number of uh, Powerpuff Girls graphic tees that show up in this movie. There's a lot. Yeah, just, I love Powerpuff Girls back then. So that yeah, there was a lot of those in this movie. A lot of April's t-shirts just have like weird graphics on them that I like, couldn't pick my favorite. But there's like like one with like a giraffe on it for some weird reason. I don't know. There's her just graphic tee game was tight. It's a lot of weird stuff. 
Um, I will say though, I think what they were trying to do is like parody Clueless. Um, and so the member of the redheaded girl in Clueless, which I cannot remember her name. Oh, Amber's Amber. the best character in the movie. Yeah, and how she was like crazily different, you know, than the rest of them. Yeah, she's pushing way too like, hard. Maybe. 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 I don't know. She's I, got I, some waxing on. She has like off the shoulder but long sleeve shirt on in like the uh, early yeah. part of the movie. And I don't, I almost picked that one, but I couldn't get a good beat on what was actually happening with She's that a mess. outfit. I think we said what? something about a- Amber being super stylish, like having parents who are like yeah. fashion designers. Maybe this is the same kind of situation, like trying to be too stylish before your time. I genuinely, I don't know because I don't. I'm trying to put myself back in that time and to think what I thought it was weird or where I thought she was just like a different kind of a clicky style that I wasn't a part of. <laughs> I yeah. can't really tell. Um, now, guys, this this movie, uh, oddly enough, is technically a romantic comedy. Um, so I think we need to kind of break down this romance here with some love at first semester. Um. Let's do the easiest one first. Let's talk about Jessica and Billy because I did not need this couple at all in the movie. Like, they didn't, they didn't so add anything cute. to it at all for me. No, okay. uh, I needed Matthew Lawrence to get through this movie. Well, I was, I was, gonna, I was gonna, <laughs> he had a tough time, like right away. Well, I was gonna say, uh, Megan, Ryder Strong and Matthew Lawrence were roommates together in Boy Meets World. I know, right I mean, up my alley. Of course you know. Uh, that would have been yeah. like your, your dream scenario. And they had a redheaded roommate. That could have been you. Could have been me. Oh, ain't that some shit? Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't get this couple. Like we established early on that Jessica sneaks out of her house at night to stand up, make out with him, and they never have sex. Did we uh-huh. establish that? I think we forgot to mention it, but I thought that was weird too. She just sneaks weird. out fully. Yeah, nice. Walks yeah, across the rooftop. Like, like high heel boots, cat burglar style. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. <laughs> right. Just yeah. to go stand up, make out with him for one minute in the woods, and then just to like, kiss, kiss on neck, and up. be like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Ooh, think about yeah. the level of planning you're going to roof walk, like literally on a on a drain pipe. Yeah. Yeah. Shimmy down a drain. She's pipe. on the gutter <laughs> pipe. Could have literally gotten killed. But yeah, at the same time, she goes on vacation with the boyfriend for a week, and the parents take a phone call from the friend to let them know. The, her parents do not care where she is. Like, they have not seen or spoken to their daughter in a week. Days. Yeah. Weeks? Is, 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 is it weeks? Week. It, it yeah. felt like weeks. I know the movie yeah. establishes that it's a week. It, this felt like many weeks to me that she was gone. Because there, there's two different weekends. There's the weekend of the cheerleading competition and the weekend of the ski trip, unless they have, like, yeah. a midweek cheer competition. <laughs> so it right. seemed yeah, like, maybe like a, Friday, a couple like a week, of weeks. And then but... it ends on prom. here's my question is why so the parents that they painted the 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 picture of the parents they painted for jessica seemed like parents that would know if your child is gone for a week or two you would think so but april's parents seemed like the type of parents that would actually not notice so i'm just confused why they like attached certain parents to the, the while, while kid on it was she living with april this whole time because april's mom yes. is okay april's mom is all up in her shit and like never noticed a as the 
synopsis said, a repulsive 40-year-old man. Like She did. They played off the alcoholism. She kept right. the bar of soap with all the hair, eating all the, the Pop-Tarts. She was like, what's going on? The thudding upstairs, she knew. And they were like, Peeing all nuts. over the walls and well, she- tearing that, just like. <laughs> Listen, right. her, she's just like, yeah, whatever. I, just I don't know how accurate that was. It's They're not gaslighting hard to her. With a dick. Like, oh, it's not. Oh, peeing. Okay. Yeah, I you meant it's the not mom hard stuff. to pee with a dick. She's spraying and it just hold it in one place. Like that. Mm, I, I, I can't. Apparently. That lost. I mean, she's basically spinning in circles. Just He's got some urethral difficulties. <laughs> he's, he's pissing. He's spraying fucking everywhere. There's so much back pressure. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I don't get it, but it's not for me to get. Um, now I, uh, also, um, very odd to me that Jessica just expected Billy to accept that your girlfriend looks like Rob Schneider now. Like this is, this is how it's going to be for the rest of your life. I know that we are 16, 17 years old. Be okay with this forever because you said you'd be with me no matter what. And I'm like, no, like Bianca is over here and you're you. So Yeah, I'm going to go be with Bianca, I think, instead. Rob Schneider. She kept talking to him as a 40-year-old man. She never stopped to explain like she did with <laughs> April. She never tried to prove until she was in the honeybee costume and blew the kiss. She kept being like Billy and in the locker room. And then finally at the prom when she does, and he's like, but you're a 40-year-old dude. 30, which we know he should have said 40. And, and that was consistent because you would think my, the first time when she meets April, I'm like, okay, you called April. You had all day to plan what you were going to say when it comes to meet you after school at the football field. And you run up on her like a maniac. Like, you need to open with, okay, so this is Jessica. Here's a fact of us from back in the day to establish that it's me. She got maced and fell down 40 flights of stairs before she was like, oh, here's some shit. It's like, you had all day to plan this. And the same with Billy. Like, give him something right away so that he knows that it's you. He's still gonna be grossed out and will probably still dump you. But like, yeah. don't don't just act like you're a forty year old man who is playing a thirty year old man. That's not gonna work <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, now the other couple here, Jessica and April. Oh, poor April. Um, Why? As we've established, uh, she was into it. Well, but well, the makeover didn't actually make Rob Schneider look any different. But she was like, "Auga!" Like I didn't know no. why she was no, on board right away for that. No, it, it probably like cleaned him up. He probably had some like, ear hair, like nose hair things. And a so little on. baby, like some facial hair stuff. Like clean all because he he looked cleaner. Jace, I mean, they I washed him. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. It, a, a, And then she just kind of looks like, hey, yeah, she's into is, it right away. This uh, is all right. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I, he's like my height. This is this is this is this is good. But, and even why after not? she sees his bottom bottom tier dick. She's still like, I like that. Like, yeah. It's the it's the ugliest dick she's ever seen, and she's still all about it. Yeah. That personality wins overlooked in this. Jessica's personality is bullshit. We've established that. She's not fun or anything. But Spence is a lot more fun. He's a good time. And she I explains guess. it, too. Like, you know, most people think that you're, and that she goes over the whole, you know, you know, one thing that nobody mentioned, which I'm thinking about Jessica and April, and Jessica has spent staying there and Billy talking about nobody noticing a 30 year old man. How does the 
high school boyfriend, which, you know, some people had cell phones, some people didn't, never called the parents and was like, where the hell is your daughter? And then they'd be like on a ski trip with you. I mean, that was a plot that could have easily imploded yeah. at any minute. Yep. Sure. That that would have, that would have, I mean, that would have cleared up a lot. And then you know what else, if it happened, would have made the movie more interesting. Like yeah. would have added a layer. Uh, you know, I, the other part that like, why didn't this happen? Why didn't even for like a half a second, anybody think it would be strange for one of the hottest girls in school to bring the janitor to prom with her? Yep. This is not just like yes. some 40 year old man. This is the janitor who works at the school who they all see all the time. Yep. She's yeah. with me now, dude. Yes. One of my <laughs> last notes was nobody thinks laughs. it's weird that April spent so much time with the janitor. Like, not that there's <laughs> anything wrong with being a janitor. We, no. you know, everybody's got to make a living. But I'm if, sorry, you, I'm, if we, you we are too way bigger than yours, and that's yeah. if I fold it in half. We, Hilarious. We, we, listen, we Ooh. tore Never Been Kissed to Pieces for a weird teacher student relationship. We have talked about uh, in Mean Girls, the teacher whose name I'm not supposed to mention anymore for legal reasons at our school who was doing that shit. Like, <laughs> we had a few too. Yeah, I mean, we, you, the fact that we're just gonna act like, oh, it's totally fine for this girl to go to prom with the janitor. <laughs> Nobody's gonna be like, hey, that's fucking 17, weird. 17, maybe, maybe 16 year old girl mm. going to prom with a 30, <laughs> Actually, 40-year-old man. Yeah. Who looks terrible. Yeah. So none of you guys, like, ever had a thing with the janitor before? I don't even know. Definitely no. I'm the only one. Our janitor was also our football coach's dad. <laughs> was like 70. It was an old, yeah. old. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, that would make it even less weird for him to have been in the locker room all the time if he was also the coach's dad. Yeah, that would be something. Uh, this whole thing just... Boy, howdy. The relationships in here are just kind of all over the fucking place. Um, I loved Billy's devotion, like when he's walking down the street and then sees Clive oh as God. Jessica. And she's literally like, what do you have in your wallet? I don't know, like $40? Game for a car. My dad's car. No, he gave it a shot. He's like, he kind of leaned in, but then he's like, ah, not your... He did try. Uh, he on. did try for a sec, which like, you know, better than I would have done. If it's 17-year-old me, I'm like... No, no. At my most I, immature I point look in life. Yeah, yes. absolutely not. Okay. Good looking and desirable. Yeah. You would absolutely not give up your car for anything. No, oh, no, 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 no. no, no. Not, not at, my car. At any age. Yeah, I, I need to find pictures and of my car. And she's been gone a week, wandering the street. Like, what are you on map? Like, who would yeah. think that was normal? Your girlfriend disappears. You see her walking in the rain, dressed like a lady of the night. Yeah, she's she dressed wants as a your sex dad's worker. car. <laughs> that... That was the question I had. Is like, what has Clive been doing with the with the body? The I been like, he's been pros he's been prostituting. Took the words out of my mouth. Where is number yes. two when they deal with like her chlamydia? Right. Yeah. You have you have everything. I I thought I thought for sure hooking because I'm like oh yeah the way she know, was dressed I was like she, well, listen to you she was asking for it Dana is that what you're saying. <laughs> I Stop. just meant when you do sex work, it's best to show off your goods yes. so you can attract clientele. I, th I think I think it depends because I watched a lot of intervention and a lot of them just wear like sweats and like a holy t-shirt because they're but, on meth and they're giving off that vibe. But I think In like this mess? guy would be like, oh, I gotta trash it up oh, to make sure. it, you know, like <laughs> when he's walking around. Your body's like, doing a lot of things right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just let me make like 500 workers. more dollars. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, just clearly, let, she was just going to roll those guys in the parking lot. Just let me make 500 more dollars. You hit us with a little bit. Borrow your body every couple weeks, and we're good. No. So, did anyone else like? I actually was very turned off about like the TV um, newscast about like how they found her. Like, there's these guys luring her into an alley and to video <laughs> rape her. Yes, I thought she needed help, and <laughs> luckily, I, 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 I also want to say on on that grainy SD TV footage at nighttime, you're not recognizing anybody's face. Like, hey, that's that's SD better than you remember. Um, <sighs> enhance. I can't believe like on the news you know clearly he's a nice guy it was the slapstick that they were pulling out with the camera but that even Hildegard saw it the first thing anybody would have done was to call the parents and be like look Jessica switch bodies and she definitely is a prostitute we have to get her yes we need to go get her I mean, that's when you like, break kid code and bring in the big guns like yes. she's meth out and potentially a hooker yeah, her life is is hanging by a thread here. Um, now, Lauren, I need you to explain the ending to me because I didn't understand. Uh, okay, hmm. I, I, I understand what happened after they got to the titty bar. I get that part. I don't understand why, uh, how Matthew Lawrence, Billy... They don't unpack that. They don't unpack okay. how random popular kids went alone but not together to a cheap strip club after prom... Well, it's that, and it also their hot dates. Yes, that part got me, but also like, how did her parents wind up there? Right, they didn't unpack it. Hildegard, okay, thank Hildegard you. didn't apparently call them. They just all showed up there. But then at the same time, even if they were looking for her, somebody would have had to call somebody. So why were they all playing like they didn't know why they were there? Like, oops, this yeah. is the prom. Like, I, obviously, at this point, if you just see it on the news, you all know you're there for Jessica. I, see, that was what confused me because we see the parents and Booger like running out of the house to go to the strip right. club. I didn't see the scene where it's like, oh, that's where she is. <laughs> like, I didn't they get did that a part. very bad job figuring that out. They okay. threw 10 pounds yeah. of shit into a five pound bag on that one and it was unfortunate. Ooh. I thought I just missed bag. it. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy Ooh. I didn't just miss it. They um, also didn't explain where, because like she's looking for the earring and can never find, like she never actually finds the earring, but they find so-and-so and he had like it just like the earrings needing to be together and was he never has it, but how do they get it off of him do they hold him down and rip it out yeah. they don't show that and at the same time i mean deductive reasoning if there's a transitive property on that earring oh, they would have had to take it property. out and then put right, them back it. on each other again but they never put it yes. on him they just put both on her it was i thought it was beginning. one earring one earring and then we become the, each the, other the, right the multiple rules of abyssinia are, are confusing to our modern minds yeah, uh, I, I I think um, the other part about like the whole earring situation of it all, um, we don't really establish the magic of how it works. We know that it works. Uh, does she have to wear the earring at all times? Can she take it off? Would that like reverse the spell? They don't really show you that. And also, I don't wear an earring anymore. I used to be a cool kid. I had an earring in my lobe. My earrings were never heavy. That big dangly ass earring had it fallen out of her ear. You notice that right away. You're not gonna like drive off and not realize until the next morning you'll have one earring in your ear and just leave it in all fucking yeah. day like that. Especially because we know it was made out of like that spray insulation. It looked like right. it made about a yeah. tenth of a tenth of an ounce. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's touching her shoulder. You would have felt that. Um 
guys, listen, uh, we could we could shoot on this movie, I think, for hours if you really want to. There's wanted plenty to. more it, questions it, we have not gotten to. There's a lot. Oh. It, it, was, it was a fun watch, not a good movie. But uh, Oh my God, could, my first boner. Hilarious. Uh, yeah, sure. There's so much comedy here. If, if I wasn't talking over you, there would have been a great pull quote. You keep um, your weed in your vagina? What the fuck <laughs> you? I don't have one of those. Well, that's where you keep it. Yeah. I, I don't, don't have, have one, one of those. those. I just, I just, I don't just, have just, one of those. was doing. Um, <laughs> Okay, so one of the things that we do like to do uh, in this movie is take a look at kind of a, a minor character and see if this was the start of big things for them or kind of the peak of their whole career. So it is time for an IMDb deep dive. Um, we're diving on Sam Dumit, Domit, D-O-U-M-I-T. Uh, she played Eden, who, if you don't recognize that name, I don't think they ever said it. She's the witch girl. Um mm-hmm. She's the the witch girl in the movie with like the colored hair and shit. She uh, has great body girl. language and speaking in tongue. I bought it. I bought yeah, it. She, she rocked it. Her, her, I thought she might actually know how to do magic. Her casting a spell was as convincing as anything that we saw in the craft. Um, so she had 29 credits. This is her 10th. Uh, her first credit was in Beverly Hills 90210. She was in nine episodes of MTV's Undressed, uh, which we've seen in some other deep dives, which I feel like if I went back and watched it now, I'd probably enjoy it. I was too young at the time to really get what Undressed was all about. Um, She was in three episodes of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show, one episode of ER, uh, one episode of one of Dave's and my own favorites, Boston Public. Yes, sir. Uh, that was her last role before this movie. She was in one episode of Boston Public right before this. Uh, after this, she was in two episodes of Dawson's Creek, uh, one episode of CSI, one episode of Castle, one episode of The Mentalist, an episode of Shameless. Um, I almost didn't pick her because there were a lot of a lot of minor characters I'd never seen before. Almost didn't pick her, but then I saw in 2011 she was in a short film called Fuck Lance Armstrong. I'm like, all right, <laughs> okay, I'm on board for this now. Because, yeah, fuck, fuck that guy. Wrong. Fuck he that sucks. guy. He's yeah. the fucking worst. One of history's great villains right up there with Columbus. <laughs> uh, in 2014, she was in a TV series called Crazy White Chicks as the pregnant chick. Um, huh. Don't know anything about that, but probably should watch an episode of that. And then her most recent credit uh, was an episode of Criminal Minds in 2018 which I probably saw because I used to watch a lot of Criminal Minds with my wife. Yeah, way too graphic, but it was a show. it's still a show. It's very it's graphic. And listen, Paget Brewster is great. I love Paget Brewster. Paget Paget, one of my favorites. Yep. Um, now, that does bring us uh, to the end of the podcast. And just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to hand out some superlatives. Jake is most likely to hear the phrase, the lie detector test determined that was a lie. <laughs> Eden is most likely to grow out of her witchy phase and have a lot of live, laugh, love word art in her house. I think that's her oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Hildenberg is most likely to start a body positivity blog. Ling Ling is most likely to have a fully scripted speech to prepare boyfriends for meeting her mom for the first time. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, okay, so she's a lot. Um, just yeah, play along. She's she's a very nice lady. I think we're going to get a lot of that out of her. Uh, Billy is most likely to wake up in a panic on a regular basis to make sure that his wife still looks the way that she did when they went to sleep. <laughs> April is most likely to do a lot of experimenting in college. Um, I'm going to guess at Sarah Lawrence, maybe Vassar. Yeah. And Jessica is most likely to let her piercings close right up. 
never letting this happen again. Just get <laughs> that shit out of the fucking way. Yeah. Uh, our next movie is Dana's Choice. Dana, what are we going to watch next? Um, so I was toying yeah. with a few options. Um, and this one was brought to my attention. I was reminded of it when I was looking up the actress who played Lulu. And I don't know if anybody else will have heard of this movie, but I believe it came out in 2001, and it is called Sugar and Spice. <gasps> okay. I do know. Uh, uh-huh. That's like the cheerleader oh, yeah. armed robbery movie? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. I've All never right. seen it. But- Neither have I, but I'm aware yeah. of it, though. I'll fuck Based on that. a true story, man. This really yeah. happened. Okay. Fantastic. I, I was I nervous, because yeah. I was like, can I go? Random. I didn't want another uh, outside Providence. Oh, you will never live that down. <laughs> oh no, this is this, this is Mina Suvari and Marla Sokoloff. Oh, okay. The best. I yeah. love them both. This is uh, gonna be James Marsden's in it. It's, James Marsden. Sure. Jesus. Yeah. Just, Listeners, yeah. uh, if you haven't listened to Outside Providence yet, listen to Outside Providence because we give Dana so much shit <sighs> the entire time, and we treat that movie like dog shit. Like we hate Ew. that fucking movie. It's a fun episode. It's a bad movie that no one ever watched but us for this pod. But listen to that episode because it is gold. That movie was being played a lot uh, in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania for unknown reasons. I still (laughs) cannot remember. I think maybe we were high when we were watching (laughs) it. It better be. Yeah, we were outside Providence. That movie was... Okay, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. It's not close to Providence. Closer than Chicago. Yeah, Whatever. the whole East Coast is all one state to me. Um, that is true. Guys, it is closer than Chicago. Yeah, yeah a little bit closer. Uh, that does it for this week's episode. Um, before we get out of here, Lauren, do you want to let people know where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at, at LalaExplainsItAll and LalaExplainsItAll.com. There you go. Um, if you guys like what you heard, uh, tell a friend. Um, be sure to head on over to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. Leave us a good review. Uh, as a reminder, if you do leave us a review between now and the end of February, um, send us a DM on Twitter or Instagram at RecappingGownPod, uh, R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D, or join the Recapping Gown fan club on Facebook and let us know if you left us a review. And uh, you can have a chance to get a caricature done by me to match the ones in our logo. Uh, it'd be a lot of fun for anyone to have in their home, I think. If uh, your friends see that, don't be jealous. Um, if you didn't like what you heard, in the words of Ling Ling's mom, not ashamed of us. You're ashamed of yourself. Take it easy, millennials. We will see you next week.